Hello, hello. This is Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. This is a leftovers episode from my chat with Mandy Williams. She's an artist based in LA. We had so much fun. I was interviewed recently and they asked me what was like one of my favorite highlight interviews of 2019. And I did say that Mandy was one of my favorite. It's hard to choose because I love all of the women I interview so much, but Mandy was such a highlight. Her episode is called Deconstructing the Ideal Black Female. If you haven't heard it, I highly suggest you go back and give it a listen. But if you have heard it, you already know that Mandy's amazing. But she is like a deep thinker. She can talk. She is very like just intellectual on another level. So of course, when I was recording with her in LA, we went on and on and on. I think at the end of the interview, it was like two hours. I've learned from ACAST who helps to manage my podcast that that two hours is not best practice. Like if I could go Joe Rogan style and make Naked Beauty like three hours, believe me, I would. But I'm trying to, you know, keep the show like within a reasonable like hour, hour and a half. There was so much good conversation with Mandy that I wasn't able to fit in the full episode. So I have this little bonus leftovers for you guys to enjoy. And we're just talking about gender identity. It's something I've been thinking about a lot recently in terms of like who gets to wear what and like playing with what women wear versus what men wear and how do you subvert that. And then we started talking about sexual identity and how it basically changes your self-presentation and it's very interesting, as always, with all things with Mandy. I hope you guys enjoy this episode a lot. She's next level. Naked Beauty Planet on Instagram. That's the community. I'm Brooke DeVard on Twitter, Brooke DeVard on Instagram. We have a Facebook page for um, the show, The Naked Beauty Podcast. Please join, get involved. I always love hearing from the listeners. As you're listening to the show, take a screenshot, tag at Naked Beauty Planet on Instagram. I always love to see how you guys are listening. Without further ado, let's get into the episode with Mandy. Oh, and I almost forgot. Please take the time to rate and review the podcast. It means so much to have those ratings and subscribe to the show if you're not subscribed. I'll be back on Monday with a full episode for everyone to enjoy. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's flying this also known as a buster. This isn't really a, this isn't a trend that I don't it's a trend that I do like. The Things are becoming so genderless now. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's so funny. We were walking around Silver Lake on Saturday, and I just saw this gorgeous person. And I was Mm -hmm. like, is it a man? Is it a woman? I don't know. There was like an open shirt, like a cool bucket hat. Just a gorgeous person. And yeah. and we we crossed each other on the crosswalk and I admired this person. And I was like, I actually don't know if it's a man or a woman. And like, does it even really matter? Yeah. And I think that I tend to dress in a way that definitely leans more towards like feminine. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to like break it up more. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm really excited. Maybe this can be my 2020 goal to just yeah. try more gender, like less gender specific looks. Like that's one of the things yeah. I'm really excited about. Yeah, I agree. I, I like I kind of go in and out of it. And like, I definitely feel like just like I feel like, you know, changing my hair, I feel like there's a different reception, even more so probably like gendered, like styling, I feel, especially like within queer communities, because like, I think there's so much like styling as a as a like means for positionality Mm. um, and how you'll like interact but like, can you give me an example? Because I, I don't know if I fully comprehend that. Like, I tend to wear a lot of pants, for instance, and people always think I'm a top. <laughs> okay, wait, I need more breaking down. Okay, <laughs> so you wear pants, like women's pants? Yeah. Okay, like the pants I'm wearing. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. And then, so, and then top meaning what? Like people think I'm gonna strap it on, or that like that because I, you wear pants. 
Okay, no, no, this is yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. And then there's also like there's. But also if you wear a skirt, of like, then I wear a skirt, and I think still some people think I'm a top. <laughs> but the reason I think, and this is like one of those like micro privileges, right? Yeah. Like raced, bodied. Oh, did I say what the fourth? I didn't say what the fourth bucket. The fourth bucket is body. Yeah, body type, right? So like, and you've been, you were an people. athlete, right? Yeah. That's not my imagination. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Because you've always kind of cared for your body and, like, right. been athletic. Yeah. Right. So, like, slender black women, I think, or, like, slender anybody fits, like, the, you know, patriarchal beauty norm more. And because race and gender intersect mm-hmm. because of, like, my athletic frame, I right. think. Um, That's a privilege that you have. No, I think it's, like, a disprivilege. Because Wait. I think athleticism is, like, uh, associated with, like, masculinity which is like the way in which a particular means of uglifying black women is to say like, oh, well, you look look like a man. And I don't even think it's conscious. Like, I think people just are like, oh, like there's something masculine about that frame. But then also, I think I've been I've been thinking about this a lot. I think also that says whether they're a top or a bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because I also have like an ass so people who I feel like mm. respond to my ass in pants mm-hmm. or like who, and I know that there's probably more people who are responding to it than who are like letting me know that they're responding. Right. But I think like, uh, for like, and then also obviously there are more people who are thinking I'm a top or a bottom and aren't telling me to my yeah. face, but that <laughs> um, I think that there's like, uh, it, it's an indicator of like, oh, like what? are you looking for in me? Interesting. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And maybe it's just like my naivete, but I hadn't, I've heard top and bottom referred to in like men, like two men together. I haven't heard of it for women relationships. You learn something new every day. Okay. And so, but like top, bottom, like, is that like part of like, so, okay, you you date women. Yeah. Do you date a certain type of woman? Like, do you care if they're more feminine presenting or like, (laughs) this is getting too much. You're like, this is too much. (laughs) No, because I'm just, I'm so curious because I'm attracted to women like on a much different level where it's like, I see you, it's cute, but it's not like a sexual thing. I tend to be attracted to femmes. Okay. So what's, what do you call non-femmes? I don't want to say the wrong uh, Like sometimes it's uh, like energetic. Okay. Generally, I like people with short hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you find that short hair or like being more feminine, do certain things align with top or bottom? Like, like Um, is it like tops are usually more masculine presenting? Well, I think people think, and this is like, this is the problem. I think people think that like topness is masculine. Right. Somebody once told me that Gemini's top from the bottom. (laughs) I've, I've heard that. Um, And that's a to- that's a real thing, right? Well, I think like energy is so nuanced. How mm-hmm. you share energy, like who is so nuanced? Yeah, it's like really hard to like break it up into this. Like the binary is the problem, right? Um, it's like a limited vocabulary, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, I think short hair tends to express like a, an unwillingness to fuss. Hmm. Which is like a behavioral quality yeah. of femininity. Yes. Which is yes. And that's attractive patriarchal. for you. Yeah. But I do enjoy pageantry a little bit. Yeah. No, that's interesting. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. I totally get that. Like totally personally, that. I like it. But like, yeah, I like I like to like be like the 
the pageantry. Like, I also like to be the center of attention. Yeah. So, like, I like... I generally am attracted to people who pay me attention yeah. because I have, like, done this little pageant. Right. Of, right. like, you know, I massaged my face this morning. I figured out I was beautiful. Yeah. And I did X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> kind of want to, you want to be, like, the dolled up one. Yeah. That's fair. I, I totally understand that. Occasionally. But, like, I think, I think my, like, gender expression, expression kind of goes from, like, if, like, it's a scale of one to ten with, like, five being in the middle, like... Um, like completely like gender, gender neutral. Yeah. I would say like it goes from like a four to a eight with like 10 being the most like feminine. Like okay. sometimes I like to, you know, doll it up to an eight. I never like to look really fussy. Okay. But, um, like I'll definitely dip into a four. Like, and also like I played soccer growing up. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I love how I feel when I like yeah. in some four circumstances. Yeah. But, do, you, do you still like do sports and work out? Like, how do you take care of your body? So I was a cycling instructor and a, I a hit trainer for a while. And now I took a year where I really didn't work out. And I really? loved it. <laughs> I loved it in part because like, I just look different when I'm when my body is not building muscle. Like, frankly, I feel like I look more feminine, mm-hmm. thicker. Yeah. You know, and le- as a less athletic person. And that's honestly a privilege that I never really have had in my life because I've never really had a period where you weren't being doing right. sports. Yeah. Yeah. So um, actually, that's not true. One other time where I wasn't doing sports was when I very first started teaching. I used to be a classroom teacher. OK. But the way that I gained weight, <laughs> particularly then, was that I was like also drinking every day after school because i was like this shit is wild and so i just like put on a ton of weight just from alcohol and the way that that feels on my body versus like just like i'm eating pretty healthy like i'm not stressed out about it like yeah just not thinking about it the way that like not thinking about my body has manifested on my body and i realized that that is a privilege but it's one that i'm for the first time enjoying I can't imagine not thinking about my body. Is that sad? It's you went to an all-girls school on the Upper East, Upper East Side. Yeah, but I think women of all backgrounds live constantly thinking about our bodies. I mean, I don't know. Of all. I'm, I'm just being particular there. I'm, I fantasize about a place where they don't. Like, and I'm, yeah. I'm like literally, like, in my mind, I just had an Im- like an image of, like, that planet earth or was it a humans documentary moment where they go over papua new guinea or something yeah. like, do they care about that? well you know what it's actually you don't even have to think about a civilization you can just think back to when you were a child right was there ever a moment that i i mean there was a. I mean for me at least like when i was five years old for like i wasn't yeah. thinking about my i wasn't like yeah. oh these animal crackers are really gonna like yeah show up on my yeah. thighs like you just eat and play right. and like you don't think about your body yeah. but it's been so long <laughs> since that time for me you know i taught kindergarten and kids know what fat is like really yeah and, like, and that's from their will, parents which they is will so tease, sad yeah they'll tease other kids for being fat it's so sad uh, it's really sad yeah. i don't want to give